Welcome to Wine Spirits and and Witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna. And we're your high priestess for this evening. And we are coming to you. Live. Not live. Not live. (laughs) From Pennsylvania. Yes. Today's our last day here. We'll be heading back to L.A. tomorrow. Back home to reality. Reality. Yeah. We're back to reality. But until then, I'm enjoying... Our last night in a farmhouse. And I can't help it. Doesn't this house look like something out of a horror movie? It's just too cute and quaint. Ricky gets so annoyed at me for saying that. You know, I don't know. There must be a movie that actually, like, had a house like this in it. Because my brain is so stuck on that for some dumb reason. Every movie that takes place in, like, the country or remote areas, which is almost all of them. This is true. But it's nice, though. It's a little creepy because I watch too many horror movies. Right. But, but like, I think... I think Benny said that this house was built in like the 1840s. Yeah, it's from it's been around for a long it's time. It's got some interesting energy upstairs. Yeah, it's, I'm it's fine in my room. But are you? Yeah, yeah. it's I, it's not bad. It's just it's interesting. Yeah, is what I'll call it. So you know, there's been that, but it's definitely been really nice. Um, one thing I did mean to say on some of our um, other episodes that we did with Papa Strega is if the sound quality sounds weird or echoey or anything, it's because we're it was three and four of us talking using one mic, right? Because we have our travel mic today. We're yes. back to using the Yeti for now, yeah, for yeah. now, but next time, you know, yes, we'll be back to normal. So, what are you drinking? I'm drinking out of Coke right now. Drinking a what? Coca Cola. Okay, I don't know why, like, I know what you're drinking because I'm looking at you, but. It didn't sound like you were speaking English for a I'm minute. Sorry. It, no, yeah. it could be me. I could just be tired. I drank more beer this trip than I have in like the last year. I swear to God, I drank a lot of beer. Did you? Yeah. Really? Come on, think about it. When we went out, I had a few. Beers. A Rolling Rock tall can, which there's still some in the fridge. That, by the way, I put that on Instagram, and we took a poll: Was Monica drinking beer or pee? Uh huh. Pee one. Oh. Just so you know. Well, really silly guys. I wouldn't drink pee. I just simply transferred that into my bottle because I wanted to keep it because I couldn't drink the tall one all night. But to everyone's credit that voted pee, Rolling Rock, and some of the other beers you drink are considered a piss beer, so (laughs) it kind of is pee. Well, made me pee, that's for sure. I will say, because I've even said it on the show, you don't drink a lot of water. No. And but you have drank a lot of water on this trip. I have. I have of drank. your own accord. I haven't had to tell you to drink water. Nope. You even asked for it a few times. Several, several, several times. It's impressive. Yeah. A little concerning. Like, as I, I know you're really a changeling or you're not actually Monica. I don't know who you are. <laughs> but, you know, you're cool. So, it's it's okay. We'll, we'll keep you around, Monica and Poster. Thanks. 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 Well, I'm drinking Modelo. Okay. Because it's Modelo time. Yes, it is. <laughs> It's and been Modelo time. It's been Modelo time. Hey, man, I am on vacation. I have had so much beer and pastries <laughs> and, and pizza, pizza. and yeah. I usually don't like pastries, but now I have like this fucking sweet tooth that I hopefully can kick when I get home. I'm going to because all I'm going to drink is like kale smoothies. Oh, I have to detox and like reverse all of the damage to my liver and pancreas that this trip has done. But it has been worth it. It's been a lovely trip. And Ricardo, what are you drinking, I'm sir? I'm drinking Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager from El Segundo. Ah! <laughs> he came all the way here wow, just to have a beer from back crazy. home. Is it good? What's it taste like? Oh, it's good. It's a good lager. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Well, today... 
We're talking about, drum roll, da 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 Between places, the in-between places. You know, I don't know if you want to call it perverted or immature, but the first thing I thought of was the butthole. No. I'm like, that's between stuff. That is an in-between place. It's yes, in between it two is. places. But, we're not, but, no pun intended, we're not going to go there, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, in-between places, and, you know, the first one I want to talk about is in ritual. Oh, yeah, so let's, let's break it down. Before we even get to the places, what is an in-between in place? In-between place is you're neither in the physical or you're in between time, you're not in the physical, you're not, you're in between time, in between. How would I describe It's a magical it? place. It's places, it's it's technically also referred to as liminal space. Yes. Being in a liminal space. And it's something where you're kind of like on the threshold of the real world and the magic world. I, I think about it like this, when you're standing in a doorway, right, right of your front door, you're, you're on the, outside. you're or inside. Or you're not inside. in your house, but you're not outside of it. You are in a liminal space in between. Right. And so, magically speaking, we're talking about physical places on this planet that you can be that is considered a liminal space, and therefore it's a magical space. Right. Exactly. And so, when you go into a circle, you're in. Be, you're. I'm sure you've heard that you're in between. For that hour or how long you're in there because you're in that sacred you're not in you know what i'm saying you're not in the physical and you're not you're in this it's a liminal space yeah, yeah it, it that, that's what it is and um space daddy actually uh he he had a really interesting way of talking about it so for those of you that haven't taken his shamanism classes or some of his classes like you're missing out jarell is a fantastic teacher as you guys all know because he comes on once a month and teaches us astrology um but he was talking about it and like casting a circle and he's like you know every time you point your wand or your athame or your finger whatever you're pointing you're casting that circle you're tearing the fibers of the veil basically and like kind of piercing through them and that is how you're kind of creating that liminal space Uh which is what it is you're transforming yourself and i'm trying to remember there was a way that this high priestess I used to work with would say it. And I, it was it was cool how she would... It'll come to me later. She had like a really cool like wording for it when she would cast her circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was basically we're neither here nor yeah. there. Yeah. Um, we're in a, a place without... A space without space time. and a time without time or something like right. that. Like she had a cool exactly. way of describing it. So yeah, it's almost like you're suspended, you know. You kind of lose track of time. You do. Doing the ritual when you're in that in-between place. You do. And what I will say is that when it comes to, yeah, why do we have um, liminal spaces? Why do we have in-between spaces? What do we do there? We do magic. Magic. It's all about the magic. They're a magical place. Right. Right? So. Would you consider them also a place where portals develop a lot? I would think. Okay. What else? Is there any other things about in-between spaces that we should know? They're just magical places. Like, let's let's talk about some of the places that are in-between. What do you know of that's an in-between place? I'm going to talk about man-made places, okay. actually. Um, and the first one that I'm going to say is you can make an in-between place with your ritual broom. Mm. The broom is a liminal tool, and it is used to create liminal space. That's why it's represented to represent the threshold. If you guys have ever been to um, a ritual where they have you step over a broom first, 
or if you ever go into a witch's house and you see the broom mounted above the door and it's because it's creating a threshold and in some cases it's a ward but it's saying you're stepping into a different space it's like signifying that if you um Wherever uh, witness for a pagan wedding very often they'll jump the broom and it's because they're jumping the broom to signify that they are now entering this world as a married couple they've changed it it's all about that threshold right. so you can create anything into a liminal place with a broom if that is your intent oh. other ones at least and i know that these count but this is this is my logic behind it is um let's look at in between places in our house yes for sure and the way that my logic classifies them and what it needs to be is it needs to be a place in your house that you don't live in because we live in all of the places in our house we live in our kitchen and we do things there we do stuff in our dining room our bedroom our bathroom blah 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 yes yes the places that we don't do a lot of stuff closets Closet. hallways uh attics and basements yes and you know when you hear kids talking about uh, monsters under the bed that is also an in-between place and probably you should take them seriously because there's probably something under the bed. Unless it's under my bed. You know what's under my bed when there's a monster under the bed? Dust bunnies? No, it's my pug. Oh, okay. He <laughs> lives under the bed. <laughs> so he goes into that in-between place. That's his in-between place, yes. I mean, and how many out, out he there... He occupies it and brings it to life. Yes, there you how go. How many people out there have experienced going... If you have a basement, going into that basement and getting that creepy feeling... That creepy, scary kind of feeling because you're entering a space that's not familiar and you're in between. You're not in your house, you know, you're not in your yard, you're in between, you're in that basement. Oh my God, it's scary. I remember as a kid going down to my basement and because that's where the washing machine was mm -hmm. and running, running up those stairs again just to, because I, could, I, was, I was petrified. So, um, you know, I also being born and raised in LA, like, and it's not to say that there aren't houses with basements because some of the really old houses in Los Angeles will still have them, which is kind of freaky to me just because, like, I don't know if they've been earthquake fitted, so that's right, a little right. scary. Uh, but I, I haven't really been in a lot of basements, I think they're really cool. And again, I watch way too many horror movies, so yeah. me finding them creepy means nothing. That, that's a very biased viewpoint but i do remember when i was a teenager and um i was a pet sitter and there's this one house in the hills that it wasn't actually a basement it wasn't underground it was just the ground floor mm. uh but some of the houses in the hills are weird when you enter the front door you'll be on the top floor or like yeah, the middle yeah, floor yeah, you know so it was it was like that and the bottom floor was just fucking freaky and the oh, energy changed just walking down right yeah. Ricky remembers, and the, I mean that whole house was haunted. Oh, wow. That whole house fucking was. Weird. It was fucking weird. It was creepy. It was, it was dark, man. There was something dark there. It was just fucking weird. And I mean, it never got super malicious, did it? Not that I knew of, because I only spent the night there once. That's it. Yeah, it was a time we, I forget what we had done, like what we had done that night. But then we went back there, and you and I slept. In the top, mm -hmm. you know, the owner's bedroom. And we had a friend sleeping down in the, the den. Yeah, on the uh, second floor. Where two other bedrooms were and where, like, a washing machine was and, you know. Other stuff, yeah. Anyway, so I remember waking up whatever time and I heard footsteps. And for a second there, I thought it was my friend coming up like to tell me something like hey i'm gonna bounce like i gotta i got somebody to come pick me up 
but nope, I just heard footsteps. And after a minute, I just was like, it's not him. I'm closing my fucking eyes. Fuck it was this. creepy, but even, creepy. even like just walking down those stairs to the bottom floor, like the energy shifted. It changed. It was freaky. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, which is another in between place stairways. Yes. Kind of count as like hall- hallways, kind of, hallways right? Hallways, too. And you know, other places that are in between is where the shore meets the water. Mm-hmm. The shoreline meets the water. Where the forest meets the road. These are all in between places. So I didn't think about that. What about, oh, yeah. the, like, would you count that? Uh, what about like roads in forests? Because you know, sometimes you find those, like those paths. Well, yeah, well, it would be not the road, it would be just that in between. Just that line right yeah, there. That line okay. Right there, so. What about under bridges? Under bridges, yeah. I mean, so. a bridge in itself is liminal, right? It suspends you in the air. But I feel like under a bridge has a different energy than on yes. a bridge. If you've ever like spent time on both, like you you know the difference between those yeah those you, energies. You feel it, mm-hmm. and you know also when kids say they, they there's a monster in the closet, check it out. Keep the closet door closed at night. I always close all of my doors at night in mm-hmm. my room. I don't leave any doors open or closets open because that's like an invitation <laughs> for creepy things to come in or whatever you know i usually close all of my doors too yeah, um it's a good habit to i've do. noticed since being in my new bedroom that we fall asleep a lot of the time with the closet doors open oh, no, no, no. but you know and when we get back home you'll come over and i want you to just sit in my bedroom for a minute uh-huh. it feels like an in-between space to me mm. it's it's weird there i don't know a weird echo on the right side of the bed. Yeah, that's true. And there's a weird echo, like literally, like the acoustics just on one side of the bed. That's interesting. Is weird, Facing but... Facing a very specific... No, no, actually just that entire area. It's kind of like a corner, a little bit more than just the corner, but it's weird. Uh-huh. And, but the room itself, it just, it feels like an in-between space. It's very unsettling to sleep in an in-between space. Yeah, it is. It's hard. Um, you know, fairy mounds. Mm-hmm. You know, they say that, you know, what is that, that sleeping... Uh, Rip Van Winkle's sy- syndrome, where you could fall asleep for seven years or fall asleep on a fairy mound. Because you're in the in-between space. You're not walking on the ground. You're not settled on the ground. You're not walking above it. You're like on that mound. Kind, kind of like when you're in space and like time works differently. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and that's where places where magic happens. Where fairies Waterfalls. Reside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairies reside in in-between places. And so do creepers. Creepy things. Creepy things do. Ghosts do. Yes. Um, what are some other like in between spaces? Mirrors are one. Uh, mirrors are just straight out portals. They're I don't portals. know if I would consider that just an in between place. Like my my brain has never gone there. My brain is that a mirror is a portal. Portal, portal yeah, but it's still. It's, it's an in between because it's a magical space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, it's one that I think you want to tread very lightly with. You want to be careful with those because they get very yes. weird very quickly if you're not careful. Yes, and you can get sucked right in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Precisely. Waterfalls are in, in between space. So let's, before we start getting into what you can do with them, let's try and rattle off what we can think of. So, yeah. so far we've got hallways, basements, attics, closets, bridges, where the shore meets the ocean, where the forest meets the road, mirrors, right. stairways, stairways, waterfalls, yes. closets, under the bed, under mm-hmm. the bed, um, yeah, in circle, in ritual. In course. circle. Um, yeah, I mean... There's got to be other places. I just can't think of any. What about some naturally occurring ones? Well, I would think the forest, the, the beaches, of course. Um, beaches? 
Beach is where the beach meets the sa- where the water meets the sand. That's in the between place right there. Because it's basically the idea is that you're not in one place or another. You're just directly in between. So like she's saying mm. like where the forest meets the road or a waterfall or a bridge. Right. So, I mean, that's the ones. That Would you I consider know. an airplane one then? <sighs> well. I mean, that might be getting a little too technical, but think about it. You're on an airplane, but you're not on the ground. Your feet are on the ground, but you're in the air. Yeah, it's interesting. I would Mm -hmm. have to think about that one. I'm not sure about that one, but yeah. Well, I feel like I'm in a fucking in-between place when I'm on a plane anyway, so yeah, it's a weird feeling. That's just because you you take one of your cushy punches, and then you're just fucking... Tomorrow, I'll be wide awake. You were wide awake anyway. I was, right? It didn't even work. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, there's many places that, that's the ones I can think of, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Now, what do we do with these places? What are things, because now everyone's, like, taking, like, this mental, like, tally in their head of the in-between spaces that they have access to. What do we do with them? Well, I mean, these are the places that entities reside and fairies reside, Right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's the, if you want to get in touch with fairy magic or fairies, you go into an in-between place, like in the forest or, you know, what I'm saying, like that. Um, and then there's the places that maybe need a little bit of warding, like the closets and under the bed. Because for centuries, and, and we've been hearing stories about children being scared in their room, about the monster in the closet and the, and the monster Forever. under the bed. Mm-hmm. You know, only these little kids can't have that same imagination, let's face it. So that by maybe warding those spaces to protect the scaries from the children or from us, whatever, that's something that we should be doing for sure. What is something that you would suggest as, as like a ward? I would do some kind of, um, well, in our, tradi- in our tradition, I would do like the, the scissors over the doorway. Mm-hmm. That's a protective thing. Or the broom. Mm-hmm. The bristles up, up like near the doorway. Mm-hmm. I guess you would consider chimneys and fireplaces in between places as well, right? Because that's where. I guess so. I never thought about that. Although I will say, fireplace is magical. Yeah, it is very magical. So. Um, would you say that um, you know? Because I, I go in a lot of uh, houses that are that where, where Jewish people live in, and they always have that little. That little thing right next to their doorway. I assume it's so. It's a, pr- it's a ward. It's I can't ward. remember the name yeah, of it right thing. now, but yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Mezuzah. Well, Mezuzah. Yeah, I mean you can use yeah. gargoyles as protectors in doorways. We got a fuck ton in front of the door. We do, and you know what? Yeah. For the most part, there's no creepy crawlies in the house. I think we need to put one in the the fucking bedroom. Yeah, I think you need to ward your bedroom. I think you need to like definitely get a guardian in front of your door or something, and get those scissors. Well, because we have that Pennywise art piece in the living room. Yeah, our, our living room feels very different than the bedroom. Like, if you walk into the different rooms of my house, each one feels different. Did, did your pet sitter feel different in your room? Did you ask her? No, because if I ask her, she's going to freak oh, out and she's I not going to stay. Do. So There's I'll ask her. her. I'll ask her later. Ask her, yeah, yeah, this is true because I want her to come back and pet sit again. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too late now. Right. Yeah, so that's the place of magic. I mean, how many times have you done magic in the forest? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. You know, I will. You guys I mean, could have done it. You guys could have done it here. And at the beach. Yeah. Well, anytime that you're in nature. Yes. You know. Yeah. 
I think like my experience uh, that I see people encounter a lot when it comes to between spaces that actually more like complaints about entities, yes, spirits, ghosts, and shit like that, or the, they'll say that weird stuff's going on, and it usually ends up corresponding with something that's an in-between space that they yes. need to right. be a little bit more careful with. They need to protect themselves. But I feel like with us putting it that way, we're kind of like phrasing it like like it's a bad thing. Well, some of it can be bad. Let's face it. It can. They don't always have to. But first of all, when you walk up into a place, you'll just know. You'll know. If you've got a funky feeling, I wouldn't even say, like, fuck with it that much. Like, ward it. Protect it. Don't make it one of your magical places. Don't put your magic there because it's weird. Right. Exactly. Don't put your yourself there. It's weird. Put your fucking shoes there and, like, leave it as a closet and don't spend too much time in it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I always recommend that you close all doors. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in your room before you sleep the closets everything close them all pull off you know just for protective purposes that's what I would do that's what I do do that's what you do do I do do <laughs> I do do I do do that do, you do do. do. I do do. Yes. I do do. Yes. Oh no, we broke her. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. No, I'm only kidding. Um, so yeah, that's what that's where magic starts and where creepers come in as well. Well, let's let's kind of phrase this a little differently though, because I feel like that was kind of like turned kind of negative and us do doing, if you will, on, on in between spaces. But they're not all bad. No, they're not. They're all not. Bad. No, and some I think they're wonderful. And you know, here here's another way that like you can kind of tell that I feel like so many people use in between spaces and their magic, whether they know it or not. How many times do you hear about like a spell saying, "Go leave it," like do your magic and then leave the spell at like the bottom of the closet, like a dark corner of the closet, and leave it alone. Yes, or at the crossroads. Yes, which is another in between space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you can leave your magic there for it to grow, to take life, to rest, to do whatever it is that it's intended to do. If you have like a physical piece from your spell items left over that you're supposed to keep. Yes. That's what you can do with it. Yes. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, uh, banishing spells and a lot of binding spells, you are supposed to throw it in, in the darkest place of your house. Or some kind of spells, you're supposed to put in the highest point of your house. Yeah, exactly. So that's like, yeah. So that's like... An in between place. Yeah, they're in between places. So, but can you do like what kind of magic? Let's just use the woods because I feel like a lot of people can get to the woods, right? Like it's just something that we we all have, even if it's just a hiking trail. Like we have something like that. What's some good magic for that? Well, anything that you know, a lot of magic calls for like like you said, releasing it or banishing it into a space. Mm-hmm. A lot of magic is done in the, in the forest where you leave it by a tree or bury it in the ground. So that's... When that's you fun. do that, show some respect to the tree or the plant or just the place. Yes. You know, because the places and things, they everything has a spirit. So remember that, respect it. Right, absolutely. Yeah, and so keep that in mind. Um, and so if you're going to do that, bring bring an offering for the tree, basically. Absolutely. And then, of course, you do some beach magic or sea magic by, you know, doing doing some writings in the sand and, and having that water take it away and leaving an offering, you know, mm-hmm. as well. So that's good magic that you can do. Or you could do release magic at the beach as well. Oh, absolutely. I think the beach is one of the most cleansing places. Yes, that just, it like, is. It's amazing. You don't even have to get in the water. You just walk up and down the sand and I'm it just takes you, yes. it. You know, I feel like lakes have a different vibe, though. Yeah, because they're not, move- they're not really moving. No, but I feel like they bring a lot of peace. 
Because of the stillness. Of, I think it brings the, peace. That's true. It is still. It's very still and calm. Mm-hmm. And quiet. Which I think is good. Sometimes you need that. Which I guess, like, I don't know. I'd have to really kind of sit at a lake and, and really kind of inspect that. I don't feel like I've been to a lake in... A long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah years. I, don't think I, I have no idea the last time I was at a lake. Yeah. But I do kind of like running water. I do like streams and little brooks and stuff like that where water runs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, because that's good for cleansing and releasing and, and letting go of things. You can, you know, do things on the water where you just send it down, down the river. You know, exactly, things, yeah. Natural things, you know, not polluting our waterways by any means. Yes. Know, because, like, what would, you know, if you're in the woods and you want to do some magic, you don't have anything with you. You know, it's really, really simple. All you have to do is find a leaf and, and a, like, a stick and you can write your intention on your on your leaf and infuse that leaf and then if it's running water you can send it down the river just send it down the stream just it's put true it in, put it in that water and then it'll wash it away you know you want to get cleansed you can wash you can stand in the water and get cleansed so you can do a lot of magic and eat in between places for sure absolutely beaches streams stuff like that Exactly. I think that's a really good one. Yeah, that's good. I've done it many, many times in the woods, and you and you just get this urge to do some kind of magic. You find a little stream or a little brook that's trickling down or, or running, and you find stuff in nature. You just find a leaf and a little stick, and you write your intention on it. You mm-hmm. Use that and let it go. Let nature let take it. I should have done that while we're here. We should. We didn't do any magic while we were here. No, we didn't. We didn't. We did we a lot of psychicking. We didn't. We did a lot. Why are you looking at me like that? Did no, I miss no, no. something? I'm just, saying, I'm just saying we didn't, you know. No, but we, you know, we did a lot of um, we did a lot of recording. We did a lot of psychic stuff. Right. We did. We did a lot of communing with our, our people. We did, which yeah. is magical. We bonded with our coven, with our greater coven. Yeah. So I mean, we did do we need to do magic in our own right in a different way. I feel like it was at least educational for me. I got to listen to Vinny talk about a lot of things. Yes. And, you know, he imparted a lot of knowledge about the craft. And then we got to meet Lady Rhea, which yeah. was amazing. She imparted a lot of knowledge about the craft for me, too. Uh, Vinny told me lots of hilarious Monicaism stories. That was fantastic. So I, I was very educated this trip. You were very made fun of this trip. Yes, I was. People are picking on me out there. Defend me out there, my friends. Everyone will def- will defend you, but they will also laugh the entire time. So you know, don't 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 trip too hard on that one. But I will say, we didn't see your Norman Bates boyfriend. We same, didn't. Same, same, same. Yeah, I'm a little bummed out for that. I don't even know where he was. I don't even know where that was the first time. So. Who knows where it really really was. But we got to see some really cool stores. And we did some really cute things here. So, And we hear that little squeak in the background. That's the baby. That's the baby strainer. Yeah. What do you think about in between spaces? Yeah? (laughs) He likes them. You like the in between spaces, don't you? Yeah, you like them? It's because you're actually a gnome. You're a little fairy child. That's right. He really is. He, you know, considering that I say I don't like gnomes, I must say my kid does look like one. Yeah, he's a little fairy elf man for sure. He's adorable. And he's uh, helping. Record tonight. He so. is. He is. He just had the headphones on his head and everything. You know, he's doing Pulling his job. and smiling and yeah, doing his job over mm-hmm. there. Like Sound engineer in the making. Yeah, he's running audio. audio. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you got a little bit of baby magic in here too. There we go. 
Well, I think babies are mad. I figured it out. I figured out why the the saying is that witches eat babies. Ah. Because they're like 100% collagen. Look at this. <laughs> and they're 100% magic. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty pretty, pretty magical. Yeah, all babies he's pretty are magical. Cool. They're pretty, pretty new and open to everything. So they're like little sponges. So, yeah. And they are the ones that see spirits. They are the ones that see the fairies. Like they do. The animals. Like they the really animals, do. They do. Because they're not jaded by society. They're not jaded by our thoughts about... By life. The, by life and the concrete jungle. And, and, I mean, they're more open to it. And, you know, if you ever see a baby staring off into space and just chuckling and laughing, know that there's probably they're probably talking to a spirit or a fairy or, or an ancestor or something because that's... They see and they're so open to it and it's wonderful. So, yeah, yeah. So baby babies are magical. That's, that's how I'm going to quote that one. <laughs> Babies are magic. So, guys, the, where are your in-between places? Let us know. Where? Okay. Before we wrap up, Monica, what is your least favorite in-between place? I would say basements, I would think. Because of when I was petrified in basements when I was little I can see that. I think um, mine is stairways mm. no you know what's really and i don't know it, it's not technically an in-between space but there is a feeling of an empty place you know like if you like maybe that's one of the reasons why you don't like basements because they're empty or think about like i'm dark yeah and cold i mean well but like so when i pet sit or when i used to pet sit sometimes i'd be in really big houses and sometimes i was probably at these people's houses more than they were right, right? And they're really big houses, and it wasn't a very lived-in house. Like, if you're one person and you have a five-bedroom house, right, right. you can't really, t like, live in the whole house. So there's empty space, and there's yes. a very specific feeling yes. to an I empty like space. Yes, I feel like Yes, I think that's one like of the reasons why I don't like it. I don't, I did, I ran upstairs couple minutes ago I was the only one up there I didn't like it yeah. I know that feeling same thing at Green Man like the upstairs when no one is yes, there yes, yes. it changed when when the readers are there and it's just like a regular work day it feels fine it feels it feels good it feels normal yeah, the second that you're the only one up there it the space changes yes, so I know does. that that's not technically an in-between space but that would be my least favorite mm, spaces yeah. so that but like as far as an in-between place itself goes I'd say uh stairways because they're weird. Yeah. They get weird. weird. What's your favorite one? I would say forests or beaches. And ritual, of course. I'd say forests. Yeah. A forest is good. I like it because I feel like forest kind of has a lot of everything that we kind of want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think that's that, good. That would be my favorite. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, who's your shout out to? I'm shouting out to my, my Gumbade Vinny. Shout out to Vinny. Yeah. I love him. It's love been amazing. Him. Love him. Gonna miss you. Thank you for all your knowledge and your input this this week. We appreciate it so much. It's always great. It's always great hanging out with him. It's always great seeing him, shooting the shit, making fun of Monica with him. Yeah. You know. And he just fell in love with Ricky and the baby as well. What's not to love? I mean, look at these two butt heads. Yeah. They're pretty great. Yeah, they are. Pretty great. Well, guys, that that's my shout out to Vinny. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Vinny. You guys, thank you. Let us know what's your. What is your favorite in-between space? Your, your least favorite? favorite? Yes. What do you like to do in them? What kind of feelings do you get? Share like just your stories and your situations yeah, with it. Know. Let us know. 
Let us know what it is. Creeping under your bed or under the closet. Is it a pug? Because that's what's creeping. No, no. <laughs> I have a pug creeping under my bed, and I have a cat creeping in my closet. Okay, a gray go. cat. There you go. Yeah, I have a Dahmer and a Dean. That's what's up. Okay. Shout out to all our Patreoners too. Shout Don't out to, to all of our Patreoners. Like our posts. Uh, yes, like our posts. Stuff. Share stuff. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify now has a review option that it's just like you select the amount of stars. Please go rate us. It helps us grow and helps other listeners find us. Right. Um, Same thing if you're on SoundCloud. There's so many of you guys listening on SoundCloud. Fucking like it. Like Don't just that. listen to it. I feel like a YouTube show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that, hit that bell button. Well, now I get why. Fucking like, like, yeah, yeah. you're fucking listening to it. Just hit the fucking like button, you lazy fucks. <laughs> and on that note, marry me, Mary Park, and, and marry, marry me again. again.